0: With you, 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 always with you. Welcome to With You, a podcast meant to share the stories of women across the rugby community, to highlight our connections and our growth, and to delight in a good belly laugh whenever we can. I'm Suze. My pronouns are she, her, and I'll be your host. Welcome back for another episode of With You. It's Saturday, it's a rugby day, and a time for someone else's story. This week, Judy and I chat. She hated rugby in college. First couple of years playing, and I was completely fascinated. I still kind of am, but I understand where she's coming from now. You'll have to get the deets later. Just keep on listening. It's really interesting how her story pivots, through the years playing and how she found herself in a completely different place than she was at the beginning really serious about rugby looking for a WPL team and imagining herself professionally I love it I love that kind of development I mean in general but this one's great the individual story is rad not too much housekeeping this week you know I just want some pride stories put together But I'm going to start bugging y'all on the socials. And if you don't already follow me, my Instagram is s.kitch. That's K-I-T-C-H, like kitchen for short. Because that's me. I'm the kitchen. And that's it. I just want to celebrate Pride come June with extra stories. And have fun, y'all. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your listenership. And I'm really hoping that you're getting a lot out of this. If nothing else, just a little bit of entertainment. Enjoy. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Judy.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked to hear your stories. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Uh, Yeah, for everyone uh, listening along, can you please share your pronouns?
1: I go by she, her,
0: hers. Thank you. How did you find rugby?
1: I, I never even knew about it from the very beginning when I started my career. I played a bunch of different sports. And I actually originally got recruited to play soccer in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and my family, were I come from an Argentine background. Like All of my siblings, my parents, they all are from Argentina. And so I was the only one born here. And so soccer was definitely in my blood
0: but yeah <laughs> uh, it's kind of a big deal everywhere yeah <laughs> especially like Latin America like they it's a huge thing right
1: yes absolutely so when I got offered to play soccer I thought that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do for a while and my dad through his experience like he was a professional soccer player back in Argentina and wow. he just he didn't didn't really see that in me and so (laughs) the harsh criticism of him saying don't waste your time don't go to college playing soccer that kind of forced me to look in other ways of where I wanted to go to college yeah and um fortunately I did get academic academic scholarship to stay in state and I ended Uh up going to the University of Arizona
0: um, well, you like, are hustling in more than just an athletic way then, you know, you were very committed. <laughs>
1: yeah. So when I stayed in state, um, stopped playing sports, I guess, like, I, I'd still played club soccer or mm-hmm. those like adult leagues, but I just, mm-hmm. it wasn't for a school and I kind of missed representing my school.
0: Um, yeah. Like,
1: so that was like, the, the level
0: of play different, different as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because once you, once you go into adult league, it's either people who have never played soccer before or it's co-ed, mm-hmm. so it's just a whole different play, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And so my sister's like, why don't you play rugby? And I said, I, sure, I have no idea what it is. But she, uh-huh. she looked up the clubs at U of A and it turns out there was a club club team there and I was like sure she's like it's it's happening in in the fall I think this was springtime when she was saying join rugby and it was too late Mm -hmm. for me to join then and so when I reached Mm -hmm. out to to the club president they're like yeah um, you're more than welcome to join us in the fall because we're in the middle of season right now Um, Mm -hmm. and so I joined in the fall first practice couldn't stay still I in high school I played one year, I played five sports in three seasons. What? Like, <laughs> like, I remember... That's a lot. Seriously, I was playing two sports in one season. I would cut my time um, with which, which days I went to practice for which sport. And so, in the summer, wow. when there wasn't any school, the only sport that was still going was the preseason for football season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I... I was the only girl there working out and it intimidated some of the guys because I'm a girl and uh yeah they they would get physical and when they hit me I was like, come on, hit it hit me like you mean it. And they were just afraid to yeah. hurt me. But I I've always grew up so playing so rough and <laughs> mm-hmm. I really challenged them to just play and yeah. So that was Cool. I wasn't afraid at all.
0: <laughs> Good. I mean, that's makes a great rugby player. I'll tell you that. Once you get the fear, it's all downhill. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, that's cool. So even in in high school, you were, you were just you were so active that by proxy you ended up uh, at football practice, and there was nothing about tackling that bothered you.
1: No, in in during that time, no. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it was really weird for all those those boys to be like what is she doing here and it's also really neat that they allowed you yeah, to participate that's really interesting that they allowed you to go to football practice in high school and then how that I think that probably made an easy transition when you decided to play rugby in college right?
1: Yeah I noticed that at the high school a lot of the guys there they were much smaller or like everyone's body is after high school so and for mm-hmm. me I always grew up being a thicker body like more wide more I always felt much stronger and so I felt like my body developed faster than some some guys and so strength yeah. wise or physically I always felt like I was there like I can I can hold myself during high school but it wasn't the same case after high school
0: (laughs) yeah did you get to college like damn now I'm little yeah (laughs) yeah that's exactly
1: what it is when I think like going into rugby I was like oh my gosh these women are so strong so powerful like I was just amazed but that was in college and then it was just a whole nother thing after college.
0: Oh, yeah. The difference between a collegiate and a women's team is it's, it's, it's a far stretch. Oh, my goodness. It's a far stretch. Mm-hmm. But it comes with the years. It comes with, like, years of practice and experience. And I can't say that for all. Because there's, there's plenty of women who find rugby even after exactly. collegiate level. But there's a lot that play through as well. So they've already started. They have developed skills like specific to the game but they've also developed a lot of strength um it still amazes me the level of core strength it takes to play rugby well
1: yeah absolutely through rugby i've
0: i've learned how to
1: how to control my body
0: it was you there was a, a couple of years in college that you didn't play sports yeah. right and then you found rugby like your junior yes. year. Um, I think you said this already that you you like missed being on. Did you miss being on a team and pl- like playing a sport? Yeah, I mi- that way. I missed representing my school. So I knew, I oh, knew yeah. that
1: I I still played soccer. I never um left that, but I mm-hmm. also didn't. I also didn't want to play for the club team at for soccer just that competitiveness Mm -hmm. coming in from from uh, like a walk-in it it was going to be something that I think at that point I was probably getting burnt out and I couldn't see myself doing it much longer Mm -hmm. for that sport but doesn't mean I Mm -hmm. wanted to to -hmm. stop playing a team sport yeah when I found rugby and when I started playing it was that atmosphere of being on a team but also something so mm-hmm. unique about rugby was what kept me coming back <laughs> and get yeah. me wanting to know more it was also a completely new thing I had no idea what rugby was about when I first started
0: nah not at all it's just not a thing here it's just not a thing in the states um, the first day of Being
1: there was literally what got me hooked. It was, (laughs) I showed up to practice and being in a new environment, I'm I'm typically a very social butterfly and I talk to everybody. I'm really not shy, but I came in a Mm -hmm. little guarded. Like I didn't, I didn't want to talk to anybody, but everyone was so welcoming and they're like, glad you showed up why are you here? And I was like, honestly, I just I want to make friends. <laughs> and yeah, um, her response, she was one of the vets on the team. She she's like, well, mm-hmm. you're in luck. You're going to make more than friends. These are going to be sisters for life. And her saying that I was like, uh, ah. okay. And it kind of <laughs> it just made me remind me of like a really clear cliche thing that sorority girls would say to each other when they're going through rush or like I don't Mm. know that whole the whole view Mm. of finding sisterhood and I I was so skeptical about it I was like okay uh." (laughs) but it was the most truest statement that someone could ever say on my first night there after yeah yeah Yeah, I love that
0: I love that it, and also like you going into that with your guard up and someone being so like vulnerable and candid with you was like I don't know to me it feel, felt like um shocking and kind of humbling. yeah I it, like, yeah, it was
1: such a such a good message that looking back to it I'm like oh my gosh that that was so awesome that she said something like that um, yeah
0: what a moment
1: <laughs> she's like oh I see you as a flanker and she, all these people are saying all these names and I have no idea what what this all means I'm like a <laughs> blinker what's that oh no no no! she's gonna be a hooker and I'm like uh-huh. a what <laughs> what did you just call me yeah <laughs> and I yeah I had no idea and so I was like okay I'm just gonna be that little duckling following everyone
0: <laughs> that's the way that's the way because nobody like no rookies walking onto a a rugby team like y'all know you don't know what you don't know what you don't even know what you've gotten yourself into how could you conceptualize like positions and strategy or specific skills you're just it's it's almost like you're a child (laughs) you're blank slate yeah
1: and to be frankly honest (laughs) I didn't know positions until probably after college like I didn't know the one through (laughs) fifth until
0: after college (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes i love that <laughs> thank you for being so honest <laughs> uh, they just
1: told me I, so that meant in college
0: what did you yeah, end up
1: playing in, in college i was part of the forward pack i didn't think of anything in the back okay. line um i i was either a hooker a flanker and in an emergencies a prop
0: everybody's an emergency prop <laughs> in college they teach you because they're like, we don't know when, like, oh, prop shortages are real. Yeah, that's and all. if
1: it was prop, I was only yeah. loose head. No, never tight head. Nope, just loose. <laughs> huh.
0: You weren't. You weren't comfortable on the no. on the three on the tight no. head. No. Huh. I think because. Of- <laughs> I mean, that's so fun because I um, I'm the opposite, and I think that a lot of players who prop like one better than the other uh, I don't know I always like that tight head was like more ruthless and every time I had to play loose head I felt like I was just taking somebody <laughs> else's shit I think I liked being free because
1: if the ball ever got mm. out of the scrub I could easily unbind quicker
0: yes and take off Yeah, I get that that's flanker mentality. Man- <laughs> yes. that's flanker mentality <laughs> But yeah, you're right. That's a, definitely a big pro to being the loose head. Oh, cool. Okay, so I'm I want to call you out because this is just like really interesting to me. <laughs> but I or no, like it's not a call out. I'm calling you in because I'm really curious. I'm calling you in. Yeah, you you said like you you wrote down in your the survey the Google form that you didn't didn't even like rugby and you first went out that right. That is True. <laughs> Tell me, tell me about that. I'm oh so my curious. Goodness. After my
1: first year playing rugby, I hated hating being tackled. I hated having to tackle people. It's rugby. I was getting sure. bruises left and right. I don't know if I bruise easily or I'm just <laughs> that ruthless with <laughs> playing. But <laughs> um, my first red and blue game, uh, which is inner inner squad scrimmage. During preseason, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: We, mm-hmm. that was my first time ever playing a full game. And I had no idea what I was doing. But that's how you learn. You just got to get in there.
0: <laughs> and yeah.
1: After the game, yep. like my entire arm was black. Wow. So I, that very first game, I think one of the girls, she headbutted with another one it, in a tackle or something. And she gets knocked out. There's blood. Yeah. Bursting. <laughs> Sorry. Graphic warning. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put a trigger warning up.
1: <laughs> uh, but it
0: was
1: <laughs> it was so scary, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am, what did I get myself into? Like, what is this? <laughs> and so, just constantly risking your body and the pain after the game. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I, I like this. I was still guarded with um, opening up with other people on the team and I Mm
0: -hmm. a lot
1: of it was just me and yeah a lot of it was just me kind of and yeah just what what you carried in there of like willingly putting my body through pain (laughs) like no one's telling me to do this so why do I want to do this and it it was a constant question to myself, yeah. and like like we mentioned, I did it my junior year. And after, mm-hmm. and I'm the type that when I do something, I'm gonna do it because I already committed to myself. I mean, committed to it. I'm. I definitely hold.
0: You're accountable. I hold myself accountable keep yourself accountable. And
1: accountable. I keep keep my promises. If I signed up for the season, that's it. And I'm also mm-hmm. definitely a team player. Like I always show up to practice. Um. Exactly. So I know yeah. if, if I'm going to commit, I do it. Whether I like it or not, it's because I hold my hold my words, you know. Uh, and so yeah. the fact that I already signed up for the year, I, I said, okay, I'm going to do this year and then we'll see. And after our first year, uh-huh. that was the first time our team has gone to nationals in, in a very long time. And I was the first rookie to start on that team <laughs> hey thanks That's badass. Finished really really well and yeah. the coach at the time he really inspired me about rugby but then mm-hmm. he got a job position to coach at, at UPenn and I didn't know like <laughs> I think I got attached like I didn't want him leaving I didn't want another I didn't yeah I just I wanted to stick with who I knew and what I was comfortable with it was already a new sport
0: well I mean that's a thing that's a thing like when you get a good mentor in any part of your life but like definitely when you get a good rugby coach that you trust you have good communication with and that knows supports you I mean it's hard to see them go
1: exactly and so I yeah I just didn't want to play like So what convinced me to do it again, although, like, I really didn't want to, was the group of, Uh we were going to be seniors next year. Um, And it was that group of seniors that they're like, come on, Judy, it's going to be our last year. Just play with us. And, like, why wouldn't you want to play something your last year of college? And I said, yeah, I mean... Mm -hmm when it's your senior year you get all the perks like the jackets and the little plaques or like <laughs> mm. i was like okay yeah i want mm-hmm. those <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was really for the people not necessarily for the game
0: um mm-hmm. and that's how i got yeah cuz you you would gotten your sisters like you'd made your community right and they saw you that's that's really beautiful moment that they saw you like not sure but they were like nah nah stay here yeah like, be with yeah. us so
1: at, at the time yeah I was I was getting making more friends I think they grew closer to me when I was when we were at nationals and we were all like
0: of course I was
1: telling them I'm sorry guys but I don't think I'm gonna come back next year and they're like what no way what are you talking about like look at where we are right now why would you ever want to leave like all yeah. that stuff I really mm-hmm. do not getting hurt <laughs> <laughs> it, that it was just like I don't like yeah, my bruises I, I know. I'm willingly putting through this risk and yeah it, at the moment that's mm-hmm. that's how I was thinking or how I felt
0: yeah sure yeah I can get that I mean wow yeah you get really beat you can get really beat up in a rugby game it's it's like rare when you come out of game and like oh, I feel good usually you're like Ugh, something <laughs> hurts, but you're you also get pumped. I mean, I always did, I always got like so pumped on the adrenaline and, and reliving like little moments and just play like celebrating and continuing to play around with my teammates. Um, but yeah, like that's it, right? You, the team makes it, the player, the, the individuals on your team can really make it or break it for you. Um, and I think fortunately in women's rugby, a lot of times mm-hmm. they just make it. Yeah. 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 So you, they convinced you and you came back yes. your senior year and what, was it different? Like, did the game feel different? Did the team feel different other than like, you know, getting your fancy <laughs> jacket? <laughs> it, what,
1: what was it like? It was definitely a learning curve because the coach that was coming on was complete opposite of everything I ever learned the first time and th- this is all Aww. again this is such a new sport to me and um, I think the response from the coach was probably just a misunderstanding because every every time again this is a new sport every time that something was taught I would be the one to question a lot and I think it was taken like I was trying to coach them, or or just question yeah. everything because I was learning, and I'm the type to ask questions all the time. Uh, sure, but it was just sure. uh, misunderstanding, and it it was taken kind of negatively. So my senior year, I didn't play as much, and everyone was was oh. wondering like what what is this coach doing why isn't why aren't they playing judy like she literally was on the the national team and um that made me like not like rugby even more (laughs) and i'm a very competitive person so when i when i work so hard and i don't get play time i just i was i was really starting to lose interest in in playing Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's so deflating it's so deflating and it makes it harder to show up to practice and like, because it, it takes a lot of like rugby in and of itself is a very passionate sport. And it, you, that energy, that energy you really carry through all of it, right? You could carry it to practice. You need to carry it into tackling drills. You need to carry it into anything you do in practice and the, and carry it into the game and losing that support is, yeah deflating and can be devastating
1: i i I started to take it personally and i'm the type that really wants to be Mm -hmm. on everyone's good side so i but again i when i come into something i'm gonna do it whether whether i like it or not and and that's what i just kept doing yeah you committed i I stuck through it Mm -hmm. and after my senior year i was for sure like nope this is it I'm done like I did it mm. <laughs> cool
0: <laughs> yeah but you, you like it, it happened again right somebody it happened again that someone convinced you just keep playing <laughs> they're like <"Okay>, Jenny, <laughs> are you gonna play for the local team
1: and I was like are you guys serious like I hate rugby do you see what just happened
0: to me this is awful Yeah, and, <laughs> right. Um, one of the girls <laughs>
1: I they're like my best friends. So one of them, she was the captain for our team, mm-hmm. and so she would always fight or ask the coach, like, "Why aren't you playing, Judy? Like, come on! Like, we need her right now. We're we're losing. Like, we know we can count on her." Kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I was glad that everyone else saw it, and and I'm glad that it wasn't just all in my head of me not and stuff yeah but they damn that's <laughs> too they, real when they um they're like just play with us for our local team and the local team they've been around Ooh, I don't know oh over 35 35 years now and I I they yeah Badass. absolutely amazing group of people the founder she's still around she She definitely supports women in rugby. Um, I was excited. I had no idea who the local rugby team was. They have worked with the university girls before. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, like, the the few times that they did get together, I wasn't there. I don't know if it was, like, a weekend clinic or or a scheduling with, like, classes during the time. So I never actually met the girls on the local rugby um, women's club team. So... When they invited me out, again, I was skeptical, but what really sold me was around graduation time of the university, my coach um, Mm. for that season, he said, don't hang up your boots yet, and from the person that Mm. I thought didn't want to play me or like just, I probably thought he thinks I suck. All that loss of confidence um, for him to say like don't don't hang him yeah. up. I kind of took interest of yeah. So there was him, and then also every year we go when when we get our sevens team, we would go to the USA sevens up in Vegas.
0: Oh my Vegas goodness! Sevens it's the is largest riot. party
1: in the world.
0: It's insane. it's a, a fun experience. <laughs> it's insane. Uh,
1: when I when I saw all the national teams play there was the Argentina women's team and they mm-hmm. were not doing so hot in the tournament and <laughs> I yeah I really saw myself playing there like I saw myself being better than some of those those athletes so at the same time my competitiveness I was like wow there there could be a possibility of actually taking rugby seriously um, and mm-hmm. playing
0: higher levels. you think you hadn't you hadn't like conceptualized that like very well I, before?
1: I thought very very yeah like my my mind was so closed as in okay, I'm here. I'm just here for friends. like I didn't even think about the sport. I didn't think about anything about rugby or really cared to yeah. learn about rugby until. Yeah. I went to that tournament until that coach said, don't hang up your cleats or my my friends say, thinking that I'm much better than I believed.
0: Um, so at the women's team, did you, well, I have two questions on this first. Like, did you, did you have a better relationship <laughs> with the coach? And then the other one was like, did you turn it on then? Were you like, all right, this is real. I'm going to yeah. put my heart into uh,
1: it. I think going into the women's team was what, pivoted and changed changed a lot for me. When I went into the women's team, I was no longer a forward. I became a back for the first time. <laughs> I moved to... Ooh, where'd session.
0: you move?
1: And that was the first time I cool. actually learned one, the positions 1 through 15. <laughs> that was when <laughs> I started growing. Like, not only all of my... my rugby career all all I knew was just the forward pack a prop I, I barely even knew what one through five I mean one through eight was <laughs> um now yeah. going into the back yeah. I had to learn all the positions and then on top of that what are the plays a whole uh-huh. playbook of mm-hmm. yeah I didn't even know playbooks existed in rugby
0: <laughs> yeah because forward pack is like yep. head down eyes in the ground hit things and everything happening—it's a—it's a narrow lens. It what well, can yeah. be? Excuse me. It can be a narrow lens, and boom—you're a center. Like yep. suddenly, you have the whole field. Uh, it's yeah, so that's wide. Exactly what right? it
1: was. And then learning, breaking my habits of like for like tackling forward habits as it mm-hmm. as back. Like I was so. Uh-huh. That's why I think my position I played so well because I was so used to just running into people all the time that now with a little bit of more agility it was learning how to run into space Mm -hmm. with that same force and power um, as a forward and that Mm -hmm. transition was really pretty easy and then also being the rookie on the team like I wanted to also prove myself okay I'm doing this it's no longer yeah yeah, it's no longer just for friends. Just and I don't for think friends. I would have kept going if I didn't go into the back line. If I didn't get a a change in in position or scenario of mm-hmm. the game, like from a forward to back now, like just everything opened up to me.
0: Yeah, it was yes. in like another yeah. level of learning.
1: And so my relationship cool. with my coach, cool. I was such a positive experience. Also, like I don't think. I would have continued if it weren't, if it wasn't positive um, because
0: he,
1: he saw that in me that I could be a back, something that I didn't really ever think about before. Mm -hmm. And he, yeah, he saw that in me that I could, I could be a back and he trusted me with my ball handling stuff. So I was really excited to, to -hmm. work with him then
0: yeah and it was like it was like a safe space again too where you could ask questions and know that you weren't like being judged or or ostracized yeah, and for he, being he like curious I asked questions I,
1: and so as a coach like mm-hmm. I, I, I come from a teaching background I know that I love when my students ask questions because they actually care like they want to to know and so yeah Being uh, a women's coach with an older crowd, it's not as often that so many people are asking as many questions as I was.
0: Mm -hmm. But you're still prompting, like, maybe you're still prompting women who've thought about those teaching points before, but you're still, you're prompting them to think about it again, or think about it in a different way. Yeah. So much of coaching is... Well, so much of learning and like coaching, trying to teach somebody anything is, is getting them engaged. So you have like this healing, Mm -hmm. like this new coaching experience that allowed you to grow again and, and start to enjoy, enjoy the sport. Also, you probably didn't get quite as beat up. I mean, an inside center can get real beat up, but
1: my hair was still, my hair was still good. Yeah. Not
0: like a flanker. And like when they when they put
1: on um I don't know if you see any memes on social media and you and you say like forwards versus backs you got <laughs> here's the starter pack for a forward
0: you got mm. all the
1: food all the um <laughs> oh, <fine.
0: laughs> yeah some yeah, big girl cleats, a scrum cap, the
1: hairbrush and the and makeup the... and the <laughs> Yep, it's, it's true. And a scrunchie. <laughs> <It's> very- <laughs> I, yeah, and you were I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I sit here better. Becoming a again. <laughs> I'm gonna stay it back.
0: I just have to keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, this all led you to like sevens mm-hmm. and ARPTC yeah. camp, right? Cool. Oh, also, wait, what about this Fiji's, oh, Fiji Fiji men's that coach was a fun, interaction? One time. That. Um,
1: back yeah, my senior year at U of a where the our men's program they're still not considered a varsity sport because of Title IX, where if an, mm-hmm. if another male sports team is created, same number has to be created for the women's, and because the women's program Women. wasn't as mm-hmm. recognized or as high up nationally. Uh, and I think part of that is due to all lack of funding. The, the- men's team they had so many sponsorships um, <sighs> from alumni, until it was, and they were they had so much money they were able to offer full rides to for, for recruitment for our men's side. Wow, it was it was still even for club a, a club a club team to create varsity sport for women so our our rugby team was not varsity sport ready like it wasn't d1 elite ready Uh so Mm -hmm. because of their uh their tremendous amount of funding they were able to like on spring break they would go to argentina or new zealand or australia to play a tournament um and they take the whole 30 they have damn Um, Side A, B, C, D. Like they had a four-team squad. Men's program was absolutely amazing. Uh, Their all their success. Like their their coach, uh, he had connections all over the world. And Mm -hmm. during that time, USA Sevens Mm -hmm. was right around the corner. So he invited the the team that won the 2016 Olympics, which was the Fiji men's team, to do a clinic with us. Uh huh. It was it was fun hanging out with the side and when
0: <laughs> was, yeah. That's unreal though.
1: He...
0: <laughs> I don't believe you be like, and, I believe and
1: you. it was convenient <laughs> for them because you Las Vegas was the next week or so. Um which is only a
0: uh okay
1: cool. Five or six hour drive up north from from Tucson, Arizona. Um so for sure. them it worked mm-hmm. and That weekend, when he did a clinic for the rugby community, there was about three to five Mm -hmm. of the girls from the the women's team from Yove, and then a bunch of Mm the Yove men's players came, and we did that clinic. That's when I (sighs) touch in one of the one of the oh my gosh, these Fiji men are so. Big and strong and he he was on my team. He accidentally tripped me. Uh, I break my fall with my with my right arm and a week or so I I like go to the trainer because I just could not lift up my arm and she's like, Yeah, you probably hurt your rotator cuff. Uh, um, we're gonna put you in a sling. But after that yeah. clinic um, yeah, going back to the clinic, after that clinic, the coach mm-hmm. I learned so many so many pointers in such a short time frame. I was I was really excited the whole time. He cool. said he says cool. I like the way you play. And that boosted my confidence in any national men's team men coach thinks like he likes how I'm playing. Like why what am I why am I doubting myself? Like why am I thinking the way I am why do I hate rugby so much but I'm having so much fun right now so that's that's how that PG PG clinic that's ends.
0: awesome <laughs> yeah I'm sure you're he- like big smile ear to ear so much energy like it's like a small it's just one sentence of someone to say something to you right like I yeah. like the way you play but there's so it, much yeah, power I think in it. it
1: it definitely um holds more Depending on who it comes from, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Knowing that mm-hmm. he has an an Olympic gold medal winning team like with him, and yeah, just him saying anything like that, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's a real, it's a real comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is valid. It's yeah, not just somebody yeah. saying something, <laughs> right? Like this is, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And, like, so these are the couple of things that just really pivoted your your rugby journey. And you ended up, like, spending most of 2020 at ARPTC camp, right? ARPTC yes. camp.
1: Uh, that yeah. was... How I ended up getting there was... I So back in 2019, I... After my first couple months with this new team, the new... Local women's rugby team. The coach really liked me, mm-hmm. and he invited me to try out for the all-star team. And this all-star team was mm-hmm. for um, Scarfoot which is Southern California Rugby Football Union. It covers Southern mm-hmm. California, parts of Nevada, and all of Arizona. And I was, I was able to yeah. make that team as my, yeah, as, cool. as my first year with this women's team and so from there I think my first initial invitation from ARPTC I think it was part of their recruitment and I I didn't know what ARPTC was or who they were but Mm -hmm. that following year um or like the end of 2019 I had a I had a friend well like I didn't know her as much, but I knew she used to play at U of A and she was really big in our rugby community. I just never met her in person yet, but she was joining nineteenth. finally making that decision of like, I want to be a professional rugby player. I want to play rugby full time. I want to, how do I do that? I don't know, but I want to make it happen. And Mm -hmm. when she told me about ARPTC and all the benefits of it, I was like, okay, let's Let's do it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do it and I'll try out. We'll see. So if the months before tryouts, mm-hmm. tryouts was going to be in January of 2020. I had no idea mm-hmm. what to expect. I was super nervous. It's, it was now tryouts with women all over the country um, to make this adult residency. When I get there, mm-hmm. um, I was so scared and I'm, and that's when I finally realized, okay, rugby, Arizona rugby is not anything
0: <laughs> or
1: like, yeah, I, I felt back to nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. were humbled. You were humbled. I was like, um. Yeah. But it's those moments that are like really mm-hmm. allow us to grow Absolutely. the most. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I think since I like you know you were there with Allie and Lauren. Shout out to them again. It's like this is their podcast. Just kidding. But um I know that the resources there are phenomenal. Like the training facilities, the coaching level, the like the variety of coaches that you can get, the recovery, like it's yes, impressive. Absolutely.
1: That was I had I I was super excited, still very nervous. I didn't know what to expect. And I knew I wanted to try out to get offered that full residency, but a couple Mm -hmm. weeks later after they make decisions, they only offered me a two week immersion trial. And I was so bummed about it because I thought I did so well and I thought I could do it. Um, I can stay the whole summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, And your heart was like, this is what I want to do. And then the pandemic hit struggles for them like seeing if they were going to do a program me if I'm going to travel out of my bubble to go to a place that I have no idea where I'm going to anyways but I go and those first two weeks came came and went and it was it was hard my very first time like it was back to when I my very first practice of rugby where I was so guarded, so uncomfortable that it was that plus knowing all of these girls that I'm about to play with are much, 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 much better than me. And
0: you're assuming that they are
1: absolutely. And yeah, um, this, the story I was creating in my head, it was just, again, me putting myself down and it really affected How I played and how I talked with, uh, interacted with other people, and how I was just so Mm -hmm. closed off. And it wasn't until realizing for the summer, this, there were no tournaments. There was no, yeah. Yeah, there was no competition. So that, that pressure of trying to, play or impress other people to get on a roster was out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and could I relax still did a little. It, and I don't, yeah, it <laughs> was that mental block of, I'm here because I want to be a better rugby player. And if I want to play it full time, I have to grow now. Like this was the only opportunity that the country was offering about mm-hmm playing in general like
0: nobody else was playing rugby yeah y'all are like the only ones that got to play rugby in 2020 so
1: understanding that and being grateful for that opportunity which is a huge huge Mm -hmm. quote that we say grateful for the opportunity powerful very meaningful to open up and actually talk to people and actually make those friendships and that summer was closing out and I I grew, uh, but then that's when it yeah. really hit me. Okay, this is what I do want to do. I want to come back um, and I want to play. And closing out that summer, they mm-hmm. offer residency. And APTC has mm-hmm. never done any fall residency because it's it's only a summer summer residency yeah. thing because it's only
0: dedicated for sevens, sevens. Mm-hmm. And then rugby, like, all the regular leagues start come fall. So everybody disperses and goes to play their regular league on their club teams. um,
1: For WPL, the Women's Premier League, Mm -hmm. that's for fall, too. Um, But all of that was canceled. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of really cool opportunity that they developed a a fall camp to keep you guys playing. And so from
1: from that break
0: of summer to fall,
1: I... Mm-hmm. I just worked. I worked on my body. I worked on losing weight. I worked on getting stronger. I knew what it took to be a full-time, mm-hmm. higher-performing athlete. And I was ready to come cool. back. Um, and for the first yeah. time, it was for me. It wasn't any any
0: more for my friends. It wasn't like your friends dragging you or somebody else yes. believed in you. You got it. Yes. For yourself. It- That's so cool. Like that's so. Yeah. Progression. And
1: I, and I hearing that there was going to be some. Now they were called rookies. I was no longer considered the rookie anymore. I was considered the vet. And I said, "Oh my (laughs) goodness, okay." And that that pushed me to become the leader. Now I had to open up. Now I had to, even though I felt like I was still learning, I still Mm. had to portray that I knew what I was doing.
0: Something about rugby that uh, comes like there's something about rugby that you, you're always learning you are always learning learning because as much as you know, the game itself changes, the pace is constantly getting faster, um, and yeah, there's something about it that's constant learning and uh, imp- improvisation yeah. as well, but by that point, you had a solid
1: foundation yes, and i felt i I literally felt like a new person and Everyone saw it. It was, ah. it was an amazing experience to, to go through with ARPTC. And also just that, that full-time environment of... And also the, how ARPTC is created where everyone on the team lives together. So it creates that chemistry on mm-hmm. and off the field. Mm-hmm. And they get to see you. Mm-hmm. It, for the fall, you're back in school. Like you can go... People were having classes online. People were working, which mm-hmm. is we're not working the, the same case in the summer where typically you, you would think you're on break. You're either break from classes or uh-huh. you took two months off of work um, or yeah, it's not as much responsibility. It's, it's like your break and you can focus on rugby. Mm-hmm. That was not the mm-hmm. case with the fall. Mm-hmm. You're like back in session with your life yeah. just virtually mm-hmm. and it's, that full work schedule plus a full rugby schedule.
0: Yeah, it, it's a lot. That's yeah, a lot to balance. People saw
1: you from you being hangry to being stressed out because of people at work mm-hmm. or being stressed out because you have a, an exam mm-hmm. the next day. Like All of those stresses factored yeah. in. And we were all there to support each other through it, through it all.
0: Yeah, I love but that. Yeah, it Big was family.
1: definitely an experience that. Only fall 2020 residents were able to experience because AR, yeah, that yeah. was the first time ARPTC was also offering a fall session.
0: Yeah, cool. And like post ARPTC camp, you're just like <laughs> still on it through the winter. I'm gonna train like crazy. I'm gonna find like a WPL team to play on. Yep. I want to get. I want to get there. Yeah, I'm gonna and- get there. Right. And you had one little, you have a little <laughs> big setback.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, after my closeout yeah. sessions um, with my coaches. So, our coach from ARPTC, his name is Rish. Um, he is, he's from New York Rugby. Mm-hmm. He saw me from the very beginning. He's, he is the one person that saw me from January, closed off, a girl from Arizona. Um, he says, <laughs> Actually, no, never mind. I I forgot exactly what he said. I don't want to misquote him. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) okay. From Arizona rugby and then through trial camp, like my level of rugby skills could be compared to like zero with these other girls. That's how I felt like. Um, And then he saw me through the summer and then seeing Mm. me grow. To through the end of the year, like he was the one person that saw me grow, and um, yeah, the assistant coach Hannah, she's she's like Judy. I like you. You're the type that I would be comfortable sending to any club. You just got to decide where you want to go, and we'll get you there. And mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to play for a WPL team. That was my next step, um, knowing that. Mm-hmm like the whole conversations of whether WPL team was going to happen this spring or not, or just waiting until the next season when it started again for the next fall, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be ready. And Mm -hmm. I kept my regimen with working out full time.
0: And just being in shape. Also
1: ARPTC, keeping up with Mm -hmm. that regimen. It was on January 18th (laughs) MLK day. I was, um, at a gym, mm-hmm. I was actually showing a group of women how to do ab rollers, <laughs> and I was fully extended oh. out with the ab roller, and my shoulder just gave out. And at the moment, I oh. it hurt, but I didn't think anything of it. I was in front of people; I wasn't going to freak out. <laughs> um, and that day was yeah, of also max bench days on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> or try to with rubs. And uh-huh. the next morning, I could not lift my arm up at all.
0: This is yes, the same it's one. The right shoulder, it's your right shoulder. So it's the same one you were. Mm-hmm. Same, you would, same you would one I was with. propping with. Prop same with. One. Okay. And the injury with, you had in college. With fault, breaking my fall. Well. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. it, the pain was so
1: concerning that I texted my my orthopedic mm-hmm. surgeon. And I told him, I plan on going back to ARPTC if that's the next thing the, that rugby is going to happen in the U.S. Um, so he's like, all right, let's get you in right away. Me not knowing how long shoulder recovery takes or anything. Uh, when we got mm-hmm. our, our MRIs, yeah. um, pictures back, I had a uh, one to five labral tear, which he said if you want to play rugby mm. you need to get this done and in my head i was like surgery is yeah. so extreme like i i just i was not a fan of the whole idea and i was in doubt i asked multiple opinions from doctors i i reached out to our physical mm. therapist from ARPTC and he's like yeah it's going to it's going to take a while and i was like oh my gosh what am i going to do like yeah. i i want to dedicate my time now that i'm not i don't have kids i want to travel i i wanted to dedicate it all to rugby Mm -hmm. and now i have to get surgery which puts everything on pause i was devastated yeah i just start just start running a lot (laughs) i was frustrated (laughs) i didn't know what to do
0: i'm sure yeah Yeah. it was like the whole world was crumbling
1: and the one person that i wanted to talk to about all of this was my who is in the military he's in boot camp he actually had access all this to pressure the time. of deciding for myself like i yeah i was so terrified but i knew that if i wanted to play rugby again it's mm-hmm. something i had to do and i didn't have much time to think about it because recovery does mm-hmm. take a while and i the more time i thought about it the more recovery time was added by the time everything came yeah. back and we were actually scheduling it was two weeks later and now I'm in the process of my mm-hmm. recovery with my shoulder. And today I came back from physical therapy. We are ahead of schedule. It was boss. I haven't boss. stopped That's going amazing. to the gym. Um, <laughs> I'm still keeping up all my fitness. This week, I yeah. What is it? Today is good. Yeah, we're about five weeks post surgery. I um I started cool. running again. I mean also our recovery is much more intense than typical
0: uh yeah because you're you want to get it back to the level of like an athlete of athleticism of fitness that yes. is not equal to like a regular person a regular person who just like yeah carries some so, boxes here and there if any you know? any
1: physical therapists are here yeah. and like their, their values might be like a little different <laughs> with what we're doing uh, I still feel like I'm healthy and recovery is going well i I too am very t- mm-hmm. tuned in with my body that i i don't I also don't want to rush anything I know I'm young enough that good rugby yeah. is still gonna be in the picture for for a bit mm-hmm. as I, yeah I can but I don't want to re injure myself or unnecessarily rush anything but we're going we're, we're doing well
0: <laughs> yeah you're adjusting right like you've adjusted now so you can continue working out training and and being part of it it was just like <laughs> well you have a lot of pivots I think that's what we're coming around to your rugby story is a lot of pivots and but they seem to be recalibration they're leading you somewhere somewhere big you're gonna get that WPL team I mean I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited for you to get back up in 100%. Also, I mean, no better time. I mean, there's not a okay, that's messed up. There's never a good time to be injured. Exactly. Like, At least spring season is starting right about now. about
1: it where you know how my doctors were able to calm me down and help me feel more comfortable with my decision is that there's no rugby happening right now. So why not use this time to recover? Mm-hmm. And that made that yeah, that made me feel much more comfortable. Yep. Um yeah.
0: yeah, good. That's good. This has been like this is really cool. Um what do you what do you think? Wow, this is, this is a lot. A lot has happened in these years you've been playing rugby. It's been really cool to like hear about all of it and the different perspectives, how it's changed. And we all we all face like adversity playing rugby especially women's rugby whether it be resources or injury and or like just general mindset about it like wow a lot of a lot of development in your story I love that like what do you think you've taken away from it that you would you would want to share
1: it's a level of respect that we all have for each other and then especially with the women's side of it's a very empowering and especially with all the stresses that we as women have in outside of what drew me to rugby is the community that i've been introduced to the type of people like rugby is going to be the only sport where you can play like you're trying to murder each other in a game but once that whistle blows and that game's over, it's the only sport where you're going to want to have a beer with your your opponent. You're going to want to build that camaraderie in our our communities and then breaking all the norms uh, and really commemorating Mm -hmm. the type of people that I've met throughout my journey um the grit the resilience Mm -hmm. perseverance the mental toughness that rugby tries to bring out Mm -hmm. but also taking that in outside of sports Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, yes I love that
1: we got like
0: a little gratitude (laughs) mantra (laughs) grateful for the the show with I love that it's perfect I mean yeah there's nothing like there's nothing like realizing how much the rugby community is giving back to you um, and how much it supports you. And, and that like, none of us could really do this. None of us would have grown quite the same way as we do in the rugby community on women's rugby teams, especially as young women, but at any age. Oh my goodness. Thank Thank you so much much for for sharing that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This has been super fun. Like, thank you for coming on.
1: just want to leave it with uh i appreciate everything that rugby has taught me um i appreciate how much love we all have for each other each other regardless of gender regardless how um Mm -hmm. we carry ourselves like it's definitely a sisterhood for life um
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of With You, a women's rugby podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and help us gain some visibility. I'm really trying to reach the corners of the world with this. I want every single state represented, all the clubs. I would love it if this could be a community project. Yeah, all the stories. All the experiences. It already feels like family. You know, it's rugby. As always, if you're interested in coming on the show, sign up through the Google Form Participation Survey on my website. It's withyoupodcast.co. Or you can email me directly and I will give you the link to the form. That would be Suze at withyoupodcast.co s-u-s at podcast.co I don't care if you played 10 years ago if you just started playing if your grandma played if your cousin played if you're involved in the women's rugby community this is a space for you I want this to be a space for all of us and I want stories from everybody so yeah, holler at me please. I have the website and my email linked in the show notes in case you need that visual reference. Love you all. This is great. Thanks for coming. Click subscribe to get new episode notifications the day they drop and never miss a show. Email me if you want to share your stories at suze at with dot co. That's s u s at with you podcast.co my love to you all and thanks for stopping by